Swim check one, two. Bike check one, two. Run check one, two. I think we're ready. Let's try this. Welcome to the Try Beginner's Luck podcast, a podcast where we explore the sport of triathlon from a variety of perspectives to help beginner triathletes on their journey. I am your host, Nashonda Shines. You all already know what time it is. Welcome to another edition of Try Beginner's Luck. Yes, I am just thrilled to be here. I've been saying thrilled is my word, and I'm going to say it multiple times. So thrilled is the word of the season. As we did in 2021, it was excited. I think I said excited a lot of times in all of my episodes. So I am thrilled new year, new word to be with you all today. Now, listen, y'all know when I get that sister girl voice, it's about to be on and popping. This particular guest I have today is absolutely wonderful. I had the opportunity to get to know her and meet her when I was called Uh, And it was, again, I get put in these situations by happenstance, accident. It was a, somebody called out of talking to a group of women and they said, hey, we need another speaker. Who could we get? And Von Spencer asked me, she says, I'm gonna lean on the shield. Can you come and help me? And I said, sure, I will come and help. And was I beyond blessed? And I think when we have opportunities to help others, we sometimes get more out of it than what we intend to put in. And this, y'all, I'm probably about to be tongue-tied because I don't even know what to really say, but what I do and what I can say is I had the opportunity of meeting a mom. She's a project manager. She is the first African-American Muslim woman to wear a hijab and represent the United States. She is the executive director of Diversity Infusion Syndicate. Khadijah on the end for the K. So you already know who I'm talking about. Yes, I am a huge fan girl of Miss Khadijah Diggs and I am so excited to welcome her into Try Beginner's Luck. Khadijah Diggs, welcome my friend, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. That's quite the introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, I have this thing that I love to just showcase who you are. It's you. And sometimes it is amazing to hear how other people view us. You know, we don't always look at ourselves in all of our glory, especially when we are, we're wanting to come from a place of humility and that's your heart. Like, you're like, I mean, I'm just Khadijah. I'm here to help the people, but you are not just Khadijah. You are Khadijah Diggs being the first, you know, you're making, as they will say in the streets, money moves, come on, you are doing the thing. And what I love about who you are and what you represent is how you approach the sport you have on your, um, I love your, you are full of quotes, my friend. You say, sometimes we have no choice, but to be the first. Yeah. If, if you have to pursue your passion and sometimes there's nobody there that that's done what you want to do. So if you want to pursue your passion, if you want to 
use everything that God has given you, sometimes you have no choice but but to be first. But you know that first is yeah. a tough, tough spot to be in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I'm going through a lot and not realizing the potential that when you say you want to do something and you want to be a forerunner in an industry, you don't really know what comes with that. But sometimes we see the aftermath of the exciting part of it, but we don't see the, the groundwork. And I want to say thank you for laying the groundwork and thank you for being the first, because I'm quite sure you have had a role to travel in this sport that may not look like it is welcoming, although it is, it's just not as diverse and you are helping to diversify that. So let's get right into it. I want to back down to your background. When did you get started in triathlons? Like what year and why and how? Um, it was 2012. Um, my sorority, Gamma Gamma Chi Sorority Incorporated, um, they were doing a health initiative um, and I wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, I'd heard about triathlons. Everybody watched the Iron Man on TV. And I thought that was something that was out of, out of reach for me. But a gentleman at my job mentioned, oh, they have these sprint triathlons. And he, went, he mentioned that. I was like, oh, I can do that. So I signed up for the um, Iron Girl uh, triathlon at Lake Lanier, Georgia it was May, 2012. And that, that was my first um, event. And I was completely hooked. I loved it. It was, I, after that, I think before the week was over, I had signed up for two or three more. And that first year I did, uh, I think five, five triathlons. Yeah. Five sprint triathlons. And I just, it, it just grew from there. Wow. Five triathlons in the first year after having your first taste what was the feeling when you crossed the finish line? And if you can go back before I ask, what was the feeling? Can you go back to your experience in your first race and tell me who that Khadijah was? Oh, wow. I was a, a I was a new mom. So um, I was a little bit out of shape. Um, my experience was a little bit different from m- most, especially African-American women in that I was a swimmer all my life. I was never a competitive swimmer, but open water swimming was something that I had always done with my father. Um, the one thing I did not do is I'd never owned a bike. I'm, I was a city kid. I had tokens and a big wheel. That was, I never, so um, that was, I was a little nervous about that. Um, I bought my bike two weeks before the actual race. I trained on a, on a spin bike in my room and I bought a, a fixie to ride in Georgia. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to Georgia, but it's a little bit hilly. So I, I did my first triathlon on a fixie and um, I had run track in, in um, college, but I'd run the 800 um, and I'd been doing 5Ks here and there just to stay fit, but I had no idea what I was in for. It took me as long to finish that first tri- that first sprint triathlon as it now takes me to finish an Olympic distance. It was, it was, <laughs> honey, when you said fixie in Georgia in heels, I was already like, Ooh, child, she was, uh, she set herself up for the good, good failure. <laughs> but the good thing was within a month, I got a bike with gears within a month. <laughs> Listen, cause otherwise you wouldn't have been able to do five triathlons and love it. Yeah. But I, I, was, hooked. Yeah. I was hooked up experience though. I really was. 
That is so cool. Um, you said that you don't know if I know about Georgia and I don't often share this and I am starting to share it more often. I'm from Augusta, Georgia. Oh, wow. Okay. And my first race that I did was by relay at Lake Lanier. Okay. Oh, I know it was in 2009, but I did the swimming part. So like you, I grew up as a swimmer. And swam competitively for the most part when I was younger. And then, you know, had to take a pause because, you know, hair, black girl hair issues, you know, <laughs> you don't want to do that, especially in high school. And then I came back my senior year of high school and swam competitively, kept competitively for my high school swim team. Uh, that doesn't mean that I swim like I did back then, because, you know, swimming is about technique. And if you lose the form, if you don't, don't swim, you lose a lot of um, you lose a lot of the technique and then you have to relearn it all over again. But anyway, the Hills, the Fixie, Georgia. Wow. You are strong. Uh, a little bit of crazy too, but yeah, yeah. That's one thing I'm, I feel like I'm strong and I'm actually, I love the bike. That's my favorite, um, discipline now. Yeah. So the bike is your favorite discipline. You started on a Fixie. And what I hear is that that experience of being on a fixie did not deter you from trying again and continuing to change what you did and tweak what you do so that you can get better. A lot of times we start something and if we don't do it good the first time we quit. I think I've actually done that a couple of times. Like you try something, but like, oh, I'm not good at it. And then you stop not really giving it a fair chance. And I just want to say, because you gave triathlon a fair chance and didn't give up after that fixie, because if it was me on the fixie, child, I couldn't even tell you, I wouldn't be here today. But because you kept going, you are paving the way for other African-American women, African-American Muslim women, and just women in general who look up to you. So thank you for not giving up. Oh, Mashallah, thank you. It was it was the experience. I don't, I, and it wasn't even that I didn't do well. I came in third to last. And I'm not talking about my age group. I'm talking about everybody. It was, it was the, the experience of setting out to do something and just finishing it. I, 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 I enjoyed that sense of accomplishment. And I think the fact that it was an all women's race kind of uh, changed my perspective as well, because there were women out there who wanted to win. There were women out there who just wanted to prove something to themselves. Women who, there was one lady who said that she was there. She had lost a lot of weight. That was her, her gift to herself. So I think, I think that kind of opened up the door as well. So I'm glad it was my first event. Was, was all about women. Your first event was all about women. And now here we are, I'm not going to count the years later, <laughs> and you are helping women with diversity infusion syndicate by Khadijah. <laughs> so <laughs> you like that? Bye, Khadijah. <laughs> so tell me what is diversity infusion syndicate by Khadijah? So one of the, one of the things, the main thing that I noticed is for women, it wasn't the lack of inspiration. I think women find inspiration in things that they can't see. Um, and fortunately, right now there are quite a few role models, even not necessarily in triathlon, to inspire women. But what I did notice 
is a lot of times um, women didn't have someone to train with or they didn't want to um, take away from their family to pay for coaching. Um, and especially for, for Muslim women, I think sometimes even when there were group situations available, they kind of felt like they were outside on the fringes because maybe not only am I, you know, black or Arab, what am I gonna wear? You know, how are people receive me? So what I wanted to do was take, uh, give a group, a small group of women a year and share with them everything that I had learned, everything that I had been exposed to in just kind of this one year crash course and help them reach goal with the hopes that they would share that um, with someone else. And I, I have been ridiculously fortunate. Um, there were so many landmines that I could have stepped on, but I had people who came into my life always at just the right time. Um, coach Alonga Thandaway, who is the swim coach for DISC. I met him at a race during my first year of triathlon. And um, he just came up. He's like, you know, you're a pretty good swimmer. If you put a little effort into this, you know, you might be able to, to do a few things. And I just kind of blew it off. And he invited me to ride with the Metro Atlanta Cycling Club. They taught me how to ride. They taught me how to change a tire. Um, they taught me about pacing. And as I did these things, I just kind of just met the right people. Um, I My first uh, ambassadorship was with an organization called Tri-Sports. Um, and I didn't realize that being with Tri-Sports was a big deal. But when I got with them, I met a lot of athletes who were very accomplished and they would reach out and help me for no reason. Oops. So I had all of these these experiences that I, that I'm not going to say I fell upon because I know that everything is written, written by law for a reason. Um, but I, I was fortunate to have those experiences and um, I wanted to be able to share it because everybody's path isn't, wasn't like mine. And I've had some super lows and some super highs, but I, there's always been somebody there to help me. My, my best friend is a professional runner. She was my run coach. When I first did my first half, when I did my first Ironman, I had never run a marathon. I had never run more than 12 miles, but she mentally got me through it. I did my first marathon off of a 112 mile bike in five hours and 17 minutes. Now that's not super fast, but she helped me get my mind around. It. And that, that's the kind of love I've received every, every turn. If I gave you every example of every instance of love that I've received for absolutely no reason, we'd be here talking all day. Well, it is for a reason because you give it out. Mashallah. Yeah, it's not mine to keep. Yeah, and whatever we keep, we can't hold what isn't ours to hold, right? And you freely gave it, and so you freely receive it. And so I think it's just a testament to show who you are. Like it, the seeds that you plant are the seeds that you reap. The seeds that you sow. Okay, I might have gotten that wrong, but anyway, <laughs> the point of what I'm saying is, you are, you received what you pour out to others. Like you didn't know me when I met you, hosting that panel for women down in Williamsburg. But it was an immediate, like, no, you, you're, your family. 
And I, I've never forgotten that. And especially when people, you can feel like, oh my gosh, you, you look up to them and you have this persona of who they are and you've, you showed me love. So I know if you're showing this girl love, you're showing other people love. And you're just getting it back. And timing is everything. Being in the right place at the right time to receive what is yours, it is. it was meant for you because you set up the pace. Anyway, I don't want to get caught up in all that because I can be here all day talking to you because I think even we found out at the women's um, brunch that we can talk for days and hours and on end. And we can do that, but the podcast is only so long. So we have DISC. Who can apply for DISC? Is DISC for beginners? Is it for anybody doing any distance? Can you give me a little bit more information for those who might be interested in joining DISC? Well, well, for 2021 and 2022, um, we intentionally kept it small. The, um, the, the idea was to get one athlete who was a new triathlete, um, one athlete who had maybe done a, a pool triathlon or one sprint, and wanted to, I guess, has it level up, you know, either go a little bit longer or go a little bit faster. Um, and then someone with the intention on, um, I want to do a half or an Ironman, or I want to make the U.S. team. So you have kind of people in uh, those uh, three categories. Uh, in 2021, uh, we had a, a a new triathlete, Nora Goodson, uh, and she happened to be African-American and Muslim, uh, amazing runner. She, she, her PB for a half, uh, uh, a half marathon is a one thirty something. Uh, then we had, uh, Nisha Botchway. She accomplished cyclist, um, had done a couple of small triathlons, but wanted to do an open water triathlon. And then we had, uh, Holly Jumo, college student who had, she'd run cross country, She'd been on the swim team. She was in love with crit. She just wanted to pull it all together. And uh, an amazing year. Uh, Nora was unable to complete um, an open water triathlon. Some, we had some you know, snafus with trying to plan things uh, because of COVID. But she did complete um, her first triathlon, did really well. Uh, Nisha completed her first open water triathlon. And I believe you were there to witness that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think, I think I was more emotional at her finish than I've been. Then um, Holly qualified for the U.S. team. She set that wow. goal. We were going to make it a two-year goal, and um, she made it to nationals. Came in sixth place. When I saw that in your post back in 2021, I said, "My goodness, yeah, that she did that. Is she did." And there's this little saying that came out that you're like, mm, you did a good job. Yeah, she did a good job. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was funny because when she was racing, um, I was on a, I was I had um, work for my job, and I'm telling people to you know, okay, you can move forward with the next step. And I saw she was coming out of transition. I was like, yes. And everybody's like, are you watching a basketball game? <laughs> No, it's okay. <laughs> wow. That had to feel so good. And, you know, for that, for that to happen in your first year, imagine how that sets you up for, and other women up for success in year two. Yeah. You know, I think that 
you know, watching you and your organization in 2021 was so amazing. And now that we're in 2022, um, I can't wait to see who's selected, you know, for DISC and see what they will accomplish. And maybe what we can do for your beginner, we can have your beginner on this year and kind of track their journey and see how they're doing so that we're constantly engaging because that's the vision that I have. I want to be able to track the journeys of a few beginners to see how they are so that we can get real life stories from multiple vantage points from their perspective, because not all beginners have the same experience. Yeah. You come from different, different backgrounds, different. And one thing I do want to do is I know a lot of people see Khadija and I, I even talked to this about the board of directors um, for the disc. Um, I wanted to make an acronym that people would remember. <laughs> But I really want this to be something that, that lives beyond Khadija. Um, I, I want it to be a program that goes on forever. And I'm not the only one that, that's part of this. Like I said, I, the, I'm grateful because all of the people who have nurtured me through my progression are a part of this. Um, coach Alonga Thandaway is the uh, swim coach. Guy Mills, who has been a friend of mine for a very long time, is helping with the cycling. Eulene Josiah Tanner, um, she's a professional runner, runs for uh, Guyana, is, uh, helped me with the run plan. Coach uh, Alfonso Ahuja, um, <clears throat> he's, a, um, he's a very senior coach, um, and he helps me with the plans and with the, um, the training camp. Christy Fenner, she is our uh, CFO, and she's also um, our team yogi. Everybody loves, uh, loves Christy. She's so comforting. Um, and uh, Halima is um, Hal Halima is our uh, our president, um, and um, Stephen Achilles is on our board. Uh, Timothy Fawcett. Um, I know I'm missing some names. I'm <laughs> I'm horrible with names. I know I'm missing names, but it's it's a it's a large group of people that are helping me to to do this. It's not just Khadija, and like I said. I, I wanted to set it up with a board of directors because I want this to live beyond me. Not only, not only are you creating legacy, it's like a whole village and a group of people selflessly giving of their time and energy to see something grow. And I have to say, I'm really grateful and I know I'm probably gonna get slapped on the wrist for this. But I appreciate the two women that are helping me do this. I don't know what the heck I'm doing still. And we're <laughs> in season two. I don't know. And, you know, but they believe in what we're doing and we're setting something up for the greater good of other people so that they can try because we all believe and want people to enjoy this sport the way we have. And so for any beginner who's out here listening, don't be afraid to ask questions and ask for help. And even if you're not a beginner, because what I learned in season one is that we have a lot of athletes who have been doing this for years who are listening because they're learning something that they didn't know. And I think the intent of it initially, the focus group in the, the group is beginners, but I also wanted to be a catch all for anybody to be able to listen, to be able to grow because I did this work for seven years and just didn't know anything and was kind of afraid to ask for help. And that could have been because of pride. 
However, now I know that there is a world of people who are willing to help you and help you grow. And that's what DISC is about. So no matter when you're listening to this, just know that you can go to KhadijahTriathlete.com and there is a tab on the page that will, that is for DISC. And you can mm-hmm. get all the information for that, that you, so that you know, whether it's in season or out, the information is there for you to go so that when it's applying time, no matter when you're listening to this, you can apply for this. Okay, now we need to get into some storytelling about who Khadijah is. We've talked about DISC because, you know, that's business. We got to handle business before pleasure. Okay. And so now we got to get into the pleasure for it. So we want to know, Khadijah, yes, you are now finishing, you said that, your first race ever is the same time it takes you to finish an Olympic today. Yeah. So what is that time that it took you to finish that sprint race in 2012? Two hours and 39 minutes. <laughs> it took a long time. Baby. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it took a long time. It didn't. It took the time that you needed to take and you finished. Cause yep. I'm about, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in the finisher squad of things, you know, I'm not, I have podiumed, but I like to finish and I like to party. Clearly y'all see, I like to play a lot and I just like to have a good time, but listen, for those of you who complain about you always being in the back and always not finishing fast, Khadijah did not stop. And it took her two hours in what'd you say? 12 minutes, 39, 39 oh. minutes. Two hours and 39 minutes to convince, I can't even talk now, to finish a sprint. A sprint distance is, depending on where you are, 750 meter swim, 15 mile bike ride, and a 3.5, 3.2 mile run. Thank you, Khadijah, for not quitting because I would have quit. So the fact now that you're doing an Olympic in that distance, the growth, what have you learned? And what can you share with a beginner who's just starting out, who may be feeling discouraged because they're not quote unquote fast? Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, there's a young lady um, that I met through Outspoken. Her name is Vanessa Forrester. And it's some of the things that she shares with athletes are things that I wish I had been told when I first started. Uh, fortunately for me, I'm the kind of person that I just like to have fun. Even though I, I go out and I talk trash, I just like to have fun. So it, it, for me, I wasn't as uptight about winning or not being fast. I think for most people, if you're a new athlete, be patient with yourself. Um, and to look at why are you doing this? And also not labeling yourself, saying, oh, I'm slow or I'm this or I'm that. No, I'm here right now and this is what I'm going to do. All you can do is what you can do right, right now. The past is done and tomorrow is not here yet. So focus on what you can do right now and don't worry about anything else. And that's, I think that's one thing, I, I guess, it's, I think it's more from naivety than wisdom. That's how I've always been. Like, yo, this is it. This is what I got. Even with my training, I go as hard as I can on the, when I'm supposed to go hard. And if it's not, exactly what was written on the paper. Yo, this is what I had today. Is what it is. Let the church say amen. My goodness. 
I was going to try to sing, but then I thought about it. I didn't want to be off key. So listen, I think I just got hit in the stomach with that one. Don't label yourself. That's good. So I'm not going to label myself as the party. I'm just going to label myself as the girl who likes to have fun and likes to cheer everybody on. That was good stuff. Wow. Wow. That was. Mm. And sometimes the most energy, the more energy that I get, the, the most energy that I get is from cheering on other people. I know we, we did, um, I did Ironman Florida uh, in uh, November and everybody knows that race was brutal. Even pros complained. Okay. That's how brutal that race was. And I, um, there are four gentlemen that I cycle with. Three of them did, we did Florida together. And um, we were all out there suffering, but the energy we got from telling each other, come on, let's do, let's do this. We're here. The squad is here. You know, that, that, that gave me life, you know? So let's talk about that. They gave you life. How important is it for beginners to surround themselves with good people? Oh, it's, it's everything. Um, you want to be around people who, who want to share of themselves freely. Um, people who don't, are not there to judge you. Um, there are two groups that I, I work with a lot. Um, fast chicks, whenever they have a meetup, I try to be there. I love that organization and the black triathlete association. Um, and I tell this story quite a bit. I have never and mind you, I, I don't, I don't even know how many triathlons I've done at this point. I have never, I've, I've raced as far as Johannesburg, Dubai. I have never raced and someone from BTA not have been there to support me. Not as I can't name a single race. So it definitely just having someone, even if it's just someone there to say, you know, you got this, or if you need something, I'm here, or I'm tracking you that it means everything. But I think especially being around positive people and people who are, I mean, not necessarily to give you the shirt off their back, but just to give you that little bit of advice, you know, take an extra bottle of water or, you know, maybe you don't need this in transition. How about this? It, it's, it means a lot. It means a lot. Shout out to Fast Chicks and BTA, which are members of both of those uh, organizations and absolutely love them. I can't say that I'm as engaging as <laughs> you are. Uh, I'm not really, I don't do well with like, I feel like I'm a non-millennial millennial, right? And I guess <laughs> I can't even call myself a millennial, but <laughs> I don't do Facebook well. And I'm like the groups that's, that overwhelms me. Yeah. I'm social media does. I do is can be exhausting for me, but I, I do recognize that for, you know, my sponsorships and ambassadorships, I need it. And it, it has connected me with um, people. I have friends, you know, and family all over the world. So it, it makes it easier to stay connected with people. But yeah, social media can be exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of sponsorships, you mentioned that your first ambassadorship was with TriSports. Now, mm -hmm. let me tell you, I am still new to the game. It is what, 2022, and it's my first year being a part of some ambassadorships. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So tell me about being a part of TriSports and tell me some of the brands that you are ambassador for. 
Okay, so tri sports, I kind of fell into tri sports. Um, and like I said, I was, I was really happy to be a part of that group because there were so many really accomplished athletes uh, on that team and they were really giving. Um, there were no other black people. Um, I was the first Muslim woman to be, they even, even when kits came out, you know, that was always, and that's been a dilemma all the way up till I made the, the US team. You know, when kits came out, I was like, wow, what, do you, what are we gonna do about this? Um, but they, um, they really embraced me. And at that point I realized as long as I was competing and having fun and just being Khadija, nobody saw me as the black girl or the Muslim girl. They just saw me as Khadija. My, um, my roommate um, for Team USA, I've roomed with the same young lady ever since I got on Team USA, Kathy Bowman. We met through TriSport and we've been, I mean, furious friends uh, ever since. And the funny thing is, you know, she's blonde hair, blue eyed from Wisconsin. And then, you know, here I come. And um, I remember one time we were at a race, I went to put something that she was missing in her transition. The lady was kind of like, you know, hey, we're protect. She didn't, that's not your spot. I was like, oh, don't worry. It's, it's my sister's transition. And then Kathy comes up and gives me a hug. And the lady's like, well, this is, this is not, what, what is this? But I, I, I came to realize that um, all I can do is be me. And um, there will always be people who will judge me because I'm black, because I'm Muslim, because I'm Hispanic or whatever. Um, but as long as I'm Khadija, the people who need to see me just as Khadija, will we'll do that. And that's how I've always tried to operate. Right now I'm with um, F2C Nutrition. Um, they are my, my, my biggest um, sponsor. They are based in Canada and I met them at my first world championship. I did the one thing that you're not supposed to do. I trashed my nutrition in the middle of the race and started using their stuff. And it was the first time I felt amazing uh, when I was racing. I realized shortly after that, um, I was a borderline diabetic and my, the nutrition that I was using while it worked, it was making me sick. Um, a Siamata sportswear makes all of my hijabs. Um, I know there's quite a few hijabs out there, but to me, they're, they're the best in the business. They're light. The first time I wore it, I was in Havana. Um, I literally thought I had run out of transition without my hijab on. It's so light. Um, Fen Coffee, I know a lot of you know Max Fennell. Um, <clears throat> he actually named a coffee after me. It's called the Khadija Blend. <laughs> um, it's hazelnut and chocolate, and I love it. And it's good, y'all. It is so good. I mean, like, good, good. Okay. Sorry. And I, mean, I am in love with uh, Tri Serena Sportswear. They, um, I've always used their kits because they would have long sleeve swimsuits. So I kind of would put a chamois in their swimsuits um, and I have the long sleeve swimsuit and the run tights and I would use them for training gear. They're a little bit too heavy to race in, but I always use them for training gear. Um, when I mentioned her that I was starting this, um, she didn't, I didn't ask, I didn't have to ask for anything. She said, I'm going to send you some training kits. What else can I do for you? Um, and knowing that my, my, my national philanthropy is all cancer awareness, the fact that she's very involved with skin cancer awareness because she is a skin cancer survivor. And my baby, um, Aaliyah, is a, a skin cancer survivor as well. And don't think that Black people can't get skin cancer or you're too young to get skin cancer. She was nine. 
So uh, don't don't think it can't be you. Um, so I'm, I'm 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 blessed. I have and this year, um, Varlo, even though they're not my official um, kid sponsor, um, they are making my kit this year. Um, shout out to Varlo. Uh, the thought and the love that went into that kit design, I can't wait to be seen in it. Even down to the detail, um, some of the detail on the sleeve and the leg, the designer said he saw the pattern in a mosque. Wow, that's Saj, right, with Varlo? Wow. So when you see that kit, it's not just for beauty. There's meaning in every single detail of that kit. Now let's talk about that. And I'm so glad that your daughter overcame and she's a cancer survivor. And I'm glad that cancer is one of the major um, causes that you race for when you're racing and supporting. And mm-hmm. I'm, I admire that. Your kit for those, cause we're talking about like ambassadorships. And so your mm-hmm. kit, how can you wear a kit that may not be an official sponsor? And how can that be a conflict of interest for someone who might be wanting to be a part of multiple groups? So for normally it's, it's, it's not um, an issue. Um, F2C, um, connected me with um, Exceed Apparel, and they made my um, Exceed Apparel made my kit for F2C. Uh, when I was on Team USA, Roca uh, designed my kit. In this instance, uh, Tri Serena, we are working on designing a full coverage kit that can be sold off the shelf that is USAT approved. Um, and you saw the the prototype of that at Rev3. Um, you know, we talked about it and from a cost perspective and a design perspective there, we're not ready for time, prime time yet, because I want it to be something that is like everybody else. You can go buy it. It's still expensive. Go spend two or $300 and get a beautiful kit off the shelf versus my kits. They generally cost upwards of 500. My cheapest kit is $500 for a full coverage kit because oh. they only make them custom. I want a Muslim woman to be able to go buy something and I want to look good too. You know, we, we like, we like our pearls too. You know, it's just, yes, (laughs) pearls and looking good. Yeah. So, um, that, that's one of my goals is to work with organizations that, that want to do that, that want to have off the shelf kits for Muslim women to wear. Um, so it, after talking about it, we agreed that it was okay, even though I'm not with team Barlow for them to make my kit for the year with the understanding that all my practice, and it always has been anyway, all of my practice gear and all of my training gear is, is from Tri-Serena. And that's, that's been that way since I think 2015 when I, I found Tri-Serena because I love the, the bright colors and, and um, the long sleeve swimsuits. I, I, think they're, I think they're attractive. So. Wow, that is so cool. So if a person, and this is a beginner, would mm-hmm. want to join teams how mm-hmm. would you suggest that they select their ambassadorships? Every, every, every um, organization that I'm associated with, I use them before I became an ambassador or I was sponsored. I love their stuff beforehand. So that makes it easy. Um, I would use F2C Nutrition even if I wasn't sponsored by them. 
I would tell people about F2C Nutrition, even if, if I wasn't um, sponsored by them. Max makes really good coffee. <laughs> I just, I just, it's, it, it's good coffee. Um, Finish Swim, all of their, they have, everybody doesn't have the luxury of having a swim coach with them at all times, but they make tools that remind you of the things that a coach would remind you of. The agility paddle. Uh, they have the uh, a neck pin that you put on the back of your, your head that reminds you of keeping your, your body alignment. Um, everybody asks me about, um, I have an access buoy. They're like, well, what's that thing around your leg? It's a, it's a pull buoy, but it goes around your ankle. And it, it, it reminds your body of the proper rotation. So th and that's why I love Finnish Swim. I've, I've used their stuff even before I was associated with Finnish Swim. So my, my thing is, don't just go for ambassadorship. Go represent brands that you already love. And then there's no, it's easy. It's easy. That's good. So represent brands that you already love. My goodness, time flies when you're having fun. Khadijah, I promise you, I can talk to you over and over and over again. I want to just highlight some of what you've accomplished since 2012. So can you allow me to brag on you for a second before we get into our um, rapid fire questions? Okay, I just wanted your permission because I know you're like, oh my gosh, why did you say this? Okay, okay. So, um, First of all, Khadija is the woman of quotes. If the goal doesn't scare you, go bigger. So whoever that is for, if your goal doesn't scare you, go bigger. Um, she was selected in 2020 as the Outspoken Woman of the Year for Triathlon by Live Feisty Media. After two years of mentoring, she made a leap and became a USAT certified coach. And this was in 2020. She was busy, y'all. <laughs> um, she is the current member of the U.S. Long Course Triathlon and Aquathon team. She earned a PR of five hours, seven minutes and 42 seconds at the Triathlon Havana 70.3. She has earned spots and competed in 2000. 17, 18, and 19 in ITU World Championships. In 2016, she was the first African-American woman to become a member of the USA Long Course Triathlon team and the first hijab to represent the USA in any multi-sport event. She was voted as the most influential Muslim woman in the sport by Muslim Women's International Sport Network. She's a six-time Ironman finisher, 2015, 17, 18, 19, and 2021. So we're gonna see what 2022 gonna bring. And she's earned two second at her first international race in Havana, Cuba. And Havana, Cuba represents a very special place in Khadija's heart because that's one of her favorite races. And uh, she just loves them down there at Havana in Cuba. And uh, Try to Beat Cancer in Athens, Georgia is another race that she loves to support. And that's where all, a lot of her philanthropic 
awareness for cancer and monies go. And then Iron Man Dubai. Y'all, Khadija is a gem. And she's done this since 2012. What more will she accomplish? So rapid fire questions. It's time for rapid fire. So Khadija, rapid fire, you know, it's quick, simple, to the point. And uh, don't think too much on it. Let's just have fun. What is your favorite distance? 70.3. Okay. What piece of equipment can't you, or gear, you can't live without? Visor. What is the biggest challenge you had to overcome and how has triathlon helped? Self-confidence. I feel like I can do anything. Wow. Favorite post-workout food? Oh man, (laughs) you're going to laugh. Peanut butter pretzels. I love them, just not for after a race, but that's good. That's good. When you are tired, how do you get motivated? Um, most of the time when I'm tired, I give myself grace. I think we don't do that enough, especially as moms, as women. I, sometimes you, you need to give yourself grace. Now, if I just don't want to do it, that's a different story. There it is. What is your go-to workout? Ooh, big gear intervals. Ooh. Yeah. Good. When you're working out, is it audiobook, podcast, music, or silence? Swimming, silence. I like to be alone. Biking and running, running outdoors, silence, running indoors and cycling indoors. I watch videos of Elliot Kipchoge running. Seriously? Oh. If that's not motivation, my goodness. The intensity on his face and the love of I get to do this and the turn up. Those those last three five Ks, the turn up is real. That and that's what I think about on the bike. And I try to think about on the run. Yeah, the turn up is you train for this. Now let's get it. Wow. I think I'm going to uh, try to do that on the bike. I don't have like a, a treadmill in house, but I'm going to try to do that for the bike, you know, start watching him. Cause that could be definitely motivation and helping shifting my, you know, mental for the races. That's good. See, that's why I ask these questions. Cause I learned too. Now what I definitely love solitude though. I am. Um, I do love solitude. Yeah. That's good too. What is, or who is your favorite music artist? Oh man, that's a hard one. I'm all over the place. I think all time got to be Miles Davis, Lauren Hill, um, Havana de Primera. Mm. Yeah, there's there's a couple. I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah. And I, and I just sense, cause you said turn up, you, you live in Atlanta. So I need to know what's your favorite turn up song. Oh gosh. It's an outcast song. And I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know the name of the song. Okay. It's sing it. Tonight. I'll be your favorite. 
Okay. 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 So straight up all day, all night. <laughs> I'll be on it all day. I, okay. What we're not going to do, because I don't own the rights to any of those songs, but what we can do is say, we'll find you straight up in the A. This has been amazing. Thank you so much, Khadija, for coming to chat with us. I hope you will come back. I can't wait to see who the beginner will be. Happy early birthday to you. And, uh, I am just so excited to witness all the great things that will come to you in 2022. And what we've learned is don't quit, try. If it takes you a super long time to do your first, be like Khadija, get back up, get you a new bike and ride into the sunset and get faster as you go. Khadija, thank you so much for being here. And remember when you Try beginner's luck. You always win. Thank you for tuning into this episode. And until next episode, I'm Ashonda Shines and I'm out. Peace. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. We need your help so we can continue to try at TBL. So for more information on where you can find and subscribe to this podcast, visit www.trybeginnersluck.com. And don't forget, whenever you try beginner's luck, you always win.